Hello, everyone, and welcome back to One Mutual Friend, where we explore the musings and connections of the people we do know and the people we don't. Today's guest bio reads as follows. Jordan Shea is a 12th year New Yorker, originally born in Central Florida. He is a real estate broker at Douglas Elliman and has sold over $500 million worth of real estate in his career. He's been on multiple television, podcasts, and radio shows and has been cited and profiled in WWD, The New York Times, Vogue, Variety, and The Daily Mail. His interests include art, television and film, and cooking. He's also a very generous and adept lover. (laughs) Stay tuned because this one is going to be interesting. You don't want to miss it. But for now, we're your hosts, Brandy and Aline. Let's get into it. Okay, so in weird times where people don't normally have TV, did you guys watch the Oscars? Yes. Actually, you watched them? Start to finish. Shut up. How did you watch it? Where did you stream that? Just like on television? Like Hulu? Oh, it was on Hulu? Yeah. Yes. You're looking at me like I'm dumb, but I... It was on Hulu. uh, They have live sports. They have a lot of other things live. So it was like YouTube live, the whole thing? Yeah. No? Yeah. I mean, I don't... an extra cost? Because I probably I pay for the cheap Hulu. Like, I get ads. Yeah, like I had a... Wait, do you not have Spotify premium? I do. I was going to say I had the Spotify... Spotify promo. There's a package? Oh, <laughs> fuck. Am I getting swindled by you both companies? <laughs> you've been double swindled. Yeah. Oh. Yeah, you've got to you do get the Disney Spotify Plus video. and like uh Oh my ESPN. god, I paid for Disney Plus also. <laughs> I'm too lazy to reset the package. I'm like, I am not calling. I'm not going to hassle there with this. It's like that triple play that the uh, the cable companies were giving like years ago. Do you remember this? No, you don't. Like uh, phone, and like phone, internet. Internet. <laughs> phone, internet, TV. Cable? For yeah. They still offer those, and people are like, why do I need a landline? No one needs one. Oh my yeah. god, my boyfriend's parents told me they pay like like five hundred a month for like their full package. I'm like, what are you guys doing? <laughs> what are they watching? <laughs> what are you watching exactly? Oh my gosh. A lot of paper dude. Yeah, yeah, my my mom she misses like real cable. Seriously? But, yeah. And I'm like, kind you of... have every login to everything, and you miss just scrolling the TV for whatever's on. I hate it. We yeah. actually do have some channels because my boyfriend insisted for some reason. Um, usually, deal or no deal is on. <laughs> I just I hate that I said that out loud, but <laughs> but I I kind of enjoy the commercial sometimes. Like I'm. It's I'm therapeutic because it. you know that like this is the time when you can just zone out and not pay attention. Right. Doesn't matter. But speaking of commercials, like I think the last time I was like affected by commercials was in the Super Bowl because I did watch that. Mm. Not on always. Yeah, that, I don't think it was Hulu. But I solely watch the Super Bowl for commercials. But the Coinbase commercial. Do you remember this? Was this the one where it just went yeah. boom, the boom, QR boom? Code? Yeah, and it, yeah. W- and everybody was rooting for it to hit the corner. I mean, I know I was. Oh, I was just like I was like panicking, trying to get my phone out. <laughs> yeah, and then, then they crashed the app. Yeah, trying yeah. to win. Which to is kind of funny that like sort of like a Coinbase company tech, obviously like mm-hmm. their app crashed. Yeah, yeah. yeah cool. The crypto world. Those are nice nails. Good job. Oh my gosh! Thank Did you. Did you just get them today? No, um, like a week ago. 
Oh wow! Every two weeks, so you have real that. nails. You haven't chipped them up. Those are your real nails. Yes. Jesus oh my gosh! Jesus don't look this H. way. <laughs> <laughs> I'm about to cry because this is this hype makes me feel so good. <laughs> no, I'm shocked that they're not a mess after a week. No, no, no after a week, that's oh, what nails you. do. Thank yeah. you. Yeah. Thank you. It's a good color. It's a good color. The color is called signal. What are you signaling? I'm put on the spot. Uh, <laughs> not virtue signaling, that's for sure. Peacocking? <laughs> 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 um, um, but yeah, I, I definitely have cried at the Super Bowl commercials, like the Google one that one year. Oh, yeah. That one got me. Oh, boy. That got oh, me good. Yeah. All right. I'll call them after the show. <laughs> oh, shoot. No, I think Do we, we have a pause. I think we have a deal. I mean, <gasps> this is Congrats. Like a, sort of a big thing. Yeah, um, that is a big can, thing. We can pause. You can... Take it. Take take the call. Make the money. Catch and feels. Catch and deals. Catch and feel. Wait, what? <laughs> catch, catch, catch and feel. Wait. Catching feel. Oh. <laughs> Don't hire me for your Cringe. <laughs> okay. So the context being is that you steal his clothes and then also go and get yourself a croissant and coffee. Right. Are you bringing? The croissant and coffee back to his apartment. No, the You're day is going forward. Straight up stealing his clothes. Not Are you leaving articles clothes. of clothing? It's, I mean, perhaps like it's. So you're just, stealing his shirt, but not his hoodie. Outfit. Not a hoodie. Ew. Okay, so you have a change of clothes. You're planting your clothes at his place. So you have a reason to go to back. go back. Obviously. Yeah. Oh, that's yeah. smart. Yeah. Um. No, like I'll wear your clothes. I'll stay in bed. You go get me food. Come back. We'll chill and eat. Yeah, kind of yeah, but thing. you're not coming back. You're just leaving. <laughs> I have shit to do. I gotta go. To, I gotta go to yoga. I gotta walk my dog. Sounds like such a busy schedule. Yeah, it's no. I, I think it's he just should be the uh, momentum of the day. I think he should be like wearing his own clothes and going to get you. Like coffee he could and a absolutely croissant. ask me like, "Where are you going?" I'm like, "I gotta go walk my dog." Like we can meet up later for a happy hour, or we. I, I just momentum. Momentum. You're just like out of there. You yeah. wake up. Oh, are you one of these people that wakes up immediately? And then just goes. Not like goes. Oh. I linger. Like make sure my phone's charged. Scope out the scene. No. I need at least like two hours to like fully re- realize that I'm human. Oh. <laughs> oh my God. The second I realize Same. I'm not home. I have one, so many alarms. And two, like I just got to scroll. Yeah. Got to scroll. I got to like and subscribe. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, no. To this podcast specifically. <laughs> over and over. I like I don't do that in my bed. boyfriend's like the complete opposite like he opens his eyes and he literally like jumps out of bed starts making coffee starts cleaning like I can just like be barely opening my eyes and I hear the vacuum going off in the next room that's me I'm the vacuum girl yeah I, it, it drives me nuts because his high energy is like in, like impairing my relaxation you know? is your is Especially your boyfriend like a- very high energy in the morning yeah Super Ugh. high energy in the morning. That's so obnoxious. <laughs> I like it. Is he quiet? Respectful. And, yeah, I mean, I mean, not with the not with the vacuum. That's what pisses me off the most. He vacuums in the morning while you're yeah. asleep. Yeah. So yeah, um, the opposite of quiet or respectful. Opposite. What do you mean? <laughs> like, does he clank I dishes around as well? I will vacuum before ten, but I'm like, okay, t- it's ten. You no, should be coffee. awake and scrolling. If you're scrolling, game on for vacuum. <laughs> Yeah, so. he'll like brew himself some coffee, brew me coffee. He'll bring me coffee, and then so if, like, if they're hung over though and they're like scrolling, I don't yeah. think that like it's okay to vacuum. What? 
I mean, how much? Okay, like, yeah, okay. If it's been communicated that they are hungover, refrain from noise. Okay, but you can tell if they're hungover. Does it always I'm not have to be? Assumptions. You could be just fucking lazy. Well, I mean, well, I don't know. Well, well, it's true. Yeah. Anxiety. It could be just anxiety that they haven't gotten up yet. Do you think guys experience anxiety about not getting out of bed? No, no it's not about getting out of bed. It's mm. they just want no, to. I think my boyfriend does for sure. Don't want to tackle the day. Oh, oh for sure. Yeah. Your boyfriend, 100%. Like, <laughs> tied is not. But yeah, which is why he's vacuuming. <laughs> and also trying to get you out of bed by, like, this is what you should be doing. <laughs> <laughs> which is the subtext no i don't think he has that personality where it's like this is what you should be doing he's like he would just I tell you want to do this for us for us acts of service acts second of service. second on your list oh my god well, he knows the he list listens. i know the list number one gifts two acts of service yeah three quality time that's the top for me oh my god so when he's four. out of bed i'm like why are you leaving me when all i wanted to do was cuddle you know that Right, personal touch, like physical touch, is high for him. Yeah. What's the fifth love language? I forget. Is there is there only four? Quality There's time, five. acts of ter- acts of service, gifts, physical touch, words of affirmation. That's my number one. That's your number four. Ooh. And physical touch is five. But I'm trying to re shake it up like Yahtzee, and I've been trying to implement gifts. I'm like, <sighs> you've been trying of... to get or give gifts. Oh fuck. Um, oh, I'm not that... giving gifts, but I'm like, oh, why don't I get any presents? <laughs> like, uh, one of my good friends, this guy that she's dating, he bought her all this really great jewelry that was thoughtful. Like, it was, had a story to it. And I'm like, fuck. Oh, was it bad jewelry, though? No, it was amazing. It was jewelry. good jewelry with a story? Yeah. He got Ooh. it on, like, first dibs. Like, it was, like, Ooh. quality, amazing jewelry. I saw your eyes when you said dibs. You and, got real um, excited about it. She deserves it, 100%. But I remember the only piece of jewelry that I've gotten for my boyfriend was um, this pair of earrings that we got him and his best friend. They went into this jewelry store in Sicily, and um, they both came out with earrings. And I was like, he wouldn't have done that if his friend didn't go in there, you know? Like, he was just like, shit, the girls are out here. I have to go in there and get something. There's no gift shaming. Some people don't like to receive gifts, and so they don't actually think that they don't think of gifts as a language. Yeah, I I guess I don't like materiality, but I love the thought behind it. It's true. So is thoughtfulness is important. Is that that could be a different tangent of love? I'm I'm a flower sender. I love love sending and giving flowers. It's like my favorite thing. Any occasion, funerals, weddings, dates. (laughs) You started with funerals. Most recently, yeah. Aww. It was Fuck. great. It was the best flower arrangement they'd ever seen. Oh, that's that's nice. That is yeah. nice. It's cute. Yeah. That's good. I feel guilty receiving gifts because for for the I mean I usually know how much is spent on a gift. You know, it's easy to guess. And or and Google. I, Google. Yeah. Or <laughs> Google. Most people yeah. Google. <laughs> yeah. Um, but I I just I feel. I feel guilty about stuff like that. So. Hmm. Um, speaking of like a gifts in like a not romantic way, um, did you know influencers have to pay taxes on the things that they're gifted? I just learned this. Oh, that's because the company that's giving them the quote gift uh, has a W nine for them, and then yep. puts that in as income. Yeah. They're they're basically like freelancers. Yeah, that's yeah. crazy. 
I don't know. I I feel like nobody I've, fucking does it, but I've it's... felt really bad for freelancers, and I don't think I've ever felt bad for an influencer. Oh yeah, me neither. Yeah, it's like okay. Also, the other thing is like if you want sympathy, then like they'd be posting real stuff, which would then make them not an influencer. So like there there is like a double standard in that regard. I think. Right. Yeah. Unless it's body positivity, at which point, you know. But also, like, influencers come with this energy that's, like, flaunty, which Mm. kind of adds to that, like, why we hate them. Yeah. Yeah. It's a a part of the the job. A lot of it, I mean, like, working working with influencers, a lot of it is the brands telling them exactly how to do things and say things. And, And if you're working with a great brand, they allow them to have, like, a some sense of creativity and personal style but um a lot of the big brands like a lot of control over what they post and they'll have edits and stuff so yeah uh, so I, I kind of look at it from that but i was speaking with Aline earlier because i saw an influencer very well-known influencer that makes eighty nine thousand dollars her TikTok post for brands. Oh my gosh. That's <laughs> like, a really specific number. Very. very specific. She sent me the screenshot of just like what her rates were and it didn't say anything but her first name and I knew exactly who she was because I'm such a fan. <laughs> Has she written a book and did she post having arm hair earlier this year? No. no. Or that was last year. Was that last year? Who are you talking about? Arm hair. Yeah, yeah. But, um, you know, she's a squatter down on like Bleecker. What? Yeah, it's like every uh, Radikowski. Oh, Emily. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I, I don't. I'm saying her uh, first name. Oh, like oh wow. First name basis. No, I wish. <laughs> Are she's you hot. on a first name basis with all of the influencers? Emily Radikowski. She's very hot. Mm-hmm. That's all I have to say. Blurred lines. All right, let's go. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> circling back to the Oscars. Um, that happened this week and uh, created some waves on the internet. Instantly, Will Smith, Chris Rock. How did you guys feel? I was uh, watching the news at, at the gym because mm-hmm. I don't watch cable. Um, <laughs> it, it was it was on. Oh, yeah, it was on, and I saw they were referring to it as the slap heard round the world. <laughs> Fuck yeah, yeah. I mean, instant memes. Yeah, instant well, attention. I saw it because somebody posted a TikTok about it and I like opened my phone and I'm like oh shit so I started pulling up all the YouTube videos and watching it and from every angle um, and I didn't understand it at first and then I obviously went to inst- I started my research and I saw it was because of her alopecia yeah um, so what do we What do you think Will Smith was in the right do you like are we are we here for the face slap is it to- toxic masculinity is it just him standing up for his wife? What do you What do you guys feel like? Uh, I mean, he my, said some shit since like it happened, but I, I think that um, I don't know. I like I, I have a very like I don't know nuanced take on it. I don't think there's any big winner except for the Academy Awards, frankly, because it boosted ratings, yeah, memifications of the again. they're relevant again. Everybody's gonna tune in next year. One hundred percent. Chris Rock and Will Smith co-present something. Yeah. And it becomes a joke next year by this yeah. time. It's like a boon for the award show. Like, good for you. Chris Rock loses because his jokes weren't funny. And he also got slapped by Will Smith, <laughs> which is like, it's super dark. And then Will Smith, like, just uncalled for. I'm sorry. There's yeah. like, there's no call for that. He Everything he did was wrong, in right. my opinion. And there was a way to like, and he also didn't apologize. 
Like he apologized to everyone affected by his actions, right. except for the person Way that later. he actually wronged directly. Right. I thought it was like pretty funny where he's like, "I'm a, I'm a, I'm a, an advocate of love." <laughs> Anytime somebody says that they're called by God to do anything to excuse their actions, the huge red flag for me. And uh, yeah, I agree with that. Borders on like a personality issue and like a savior complex, and really needs to be dealt You're into. You're displacing blame. You're displacing blame. God told me to punch you in the face or slap you or whatever. And I'm really doing it for somebody else when in fact he's not. It's his pride based off of like this image and the whole thing. And you know, the other part about it is that they've chosen to live very, very public lives. Oh yeah. The Smiths. And um, you know, this behavior like that is uncalled for. Is it a heinous act of violence? No, it is not. It is a slap. Like let's really like cool it. But nevertheless, I my opinion is it's not so much quote like toxic masculinity as much as it's a clear signal of a person who one thinks that they are above reproach or um responsibility right of course and you could see that exhibited throughout the evening he stayed at the oxer the oscars he partied at the after party to his own song and um i'm sort of in jim carrey's camp on where he said it, it was a disgusting act and I think it truly was and I don't know that that's what we should be displaying in 2022 mm. as conflict resolution right right is uh, two grown men shouting at each other and plus not for nothing like I feel bad for performers who are now going to have to have extra security around the stage right, comedians right. aren't safe again like comedians aren't safe which is weird defend comedians but like comedy is one of the one like true mirrors on our society and absolutely yeah like it or not like i don't have to like everything a comedian says or what they stand for but like they lampoon society and people and public figures and you laugh and then you realize okay they're kind of making a point right I mean, I believe so, I believe like so the, wonderfully put, by the way, yeah, I know that was great. I believe like the ultimate goal of comedy is to bring people joy and make people laugh. But that has um, evolved a lot in recent years, for sure, because fucking everything's like, offensive. How do you reel that in to reach the most amount of people to make the most amount of people laugh? But not get canceled. It's it's it's. Very hard for an artist that's a comedian to be creative, and I don't know. It's very easy. I have so much respect for that talent. Stand-up comedy has been offensive since, really, frankly, its inception. When you have like Hallmark and Landmark comedians, all of whose names are escaping me, but they were very brave and they were like shining a spotlight, and they weren't getting canceled by culture. Now they were getting canceled by governments, both local, national. (laughs) They were being find there's all of this issue with mccarthyism in the 50s and what they did with uh supposed soviet and communist sympathizers we won't go into that but nevertheless like they've always been a fringe thing but now they're getting canceled effectively by the people that they're trying to sort of represent or stand for in a way we're canceling them but i say like go on offend as many people as you want to if you're right you're right and if you're wrong you're wrong yeah but be brave and go out there yeah, I agree. I think it, I think it's so funny because I feel like 10 years ago, especially growing up in a very red state, anything kind of goes for comedy there. Like anything offensive, anything racist is like 
the root of humor. And then now I'm like, ooh, ooh, yeah, just wait, yeah, turn the volume down. Grow like growing up surrounded by that, and and just kind of being able to form your own opinions as an adult. It's like, wow, that was that wasn't okay growing up. And yeah, I definitely think Will Smith was in, in the wrong, but so was so was the other guy. Like making fun of somebody's hair loss yeah. is not it's not fun and it's not nice and I know it's like as a woman it's probably something that she really struggles yeah, with sensitive. I know people that struggle with that as well and they, they just think they were both in the wrong yeah so I don't know but some people think it was staged <laughs> I mean there's no way it's staged like yeah. at this point and you know and, and to that point like hair loss for men is very common but Absolutely. like hair loss for women is still unfortunately in our society a mark of shame and embarrassing right, for a lot right. of women and regardless of orientation and things like that. So I think for her, she would certainly feel like so upset about it. And Mm -hmm. he's poking fun at her. But nevertheless, like your grievances need to be handled in a better way. Regardless, like, and it was a bad joke. And frankly speaking, Will Smith, as you've seen in the memes, made an alopecia joke, like, when he was more of a comedian and less of an actor. Exactly. So, like, oh, I you haven't know. gone that far. Oh, <laughs> you gotta the, see it. The layers of memes out there that have happened in a week. Insane. Insane. But thankfully, though, I think we've reached, like, terminal velocity and we'll, yeah. like, snuff this. It's basically irrelevant. Yeah, it's, yeah, it's done. Now it's done. Like, it's yeah. not funny anymore. Like, we saw a thousand of them the first day. This is the day. longest it'll live on. Yeah. <laughs> I, I know. We just need somebody else to screw long. up. Yeah. Right, frankly, yeah. yeah. <laughs> That'll be something else to run. Um, But bigger picture, like, uh, Will Smith is standing up for his wife. Have you guys ever stood up for someone recently or ever? I feel like I still. My, I, I do it when I'm drunk. Like <laughs> I'll stand up for like random people. My friend had to like pull me off Sixth Street in Austin once because like there was a guy yelling at his girlfriend and I just like got all up in his face like don't you talk to her like that and then the yeah. cops were like surrounding us she's like we're getting the hell out of here and so I like I feel like I kind of do it for strangers yeah a lot. I have a I have a story in my first ever fight it was also Sixth Street in Austin um, <laughs> this guy the dirty six don't go. right dirty six the, yeah this, don't go I gotta guy, tell you New Yorkers and Californians have ruined Austin. It's the worst. It is. It is just like an appalling mess. Yeah, it is a mess. Um, I used to go. I lived in Austin five years. We used to be on Sixth Street five days a week. But this one guy called one of my good girlfriends. He was like, "She looks like Snooky." I was so upset. I like punched him in the face. But I was like, "Hey, you shouldn't talk to women like that." I was so drunk, and then you I just walked the away. Smith? Yeah, I. I clocked him but um yeah i stand up for girls so another example is um i think i have a very is that toxic femininity it's just it's just toxic red bull vodka (laughs) yeah it's just toxic and i've always wanted to be in a girl fight but i'm just like too meek whatever um but I always stand up for women because I think I have a very masculine, androgynous style and I follow trends and men have a lot to say about high-waisted pants or one-piece swimsuits. Are you that guy? Who has an who has an opinion? I mean, okay. I have an opinion on everything. Okay, I believe that. But guys they they've been 
dating this girl for however long. They have so many things to say about her high-waisted shorts, her freaking one-piece swimsuit, when or her high, or like her high-waisted bottom for her swimsuit. I'm like, it is fashion. Let us live. Also, high-waisted is very forgiving. So, and it's. I yeah. don't don't make me go back. Men to have the ugly rise. things to say about the things women wear, and I'll fucking say something. What? So, what do you think about all that? Well, I mean, women have opinions. Well, correct or am I wrong? Get closer. Yeah. Right. No. I have zero opinions. Wait, hold zero on. opinions. You're not an opinionated person <laughs> whatsoever. I've never met you before. I mean, I, um, yeah, guys should know when to speak up and when they should just not say. Yeah. Yeah. I don't think I've ever come to a person's defense over fashion before, but um, over certainly like their personality or I don't know how they look, which is like a dent. Like, okay, cool. You know what? You're right. That that shirt doesn't look great. Who yeah. cares? That's nothing to fight about. But nevertheless, like calling somebody like something derogatory or saying something that's unnecessarily hurtful, like why would you do that? Yeah. It's just weird. That's fair. Yeah. Have you stood up for anybody recently? I haven't had anybody stand up for it recently. So the yeah. answer to that is no. Yeah, I can't think of anything super recent. Yeah, no. Uh, with the exception of uh, one mutual friend of ours, um, I don't know anybody that's really particularly offensive. So. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, we all stand for Ukraine. I know what you're talking about. I know you do. Know we, we all stand for Ukraine. Yeah. That's correct. That's who we're standing that's up for. That's who we're standing up for. <laughs> <laughs> But yes, it is. It is difficult when you when there's a problematic friend. Like, how do you how do you deal with a, a friend that's problematic for like? But you can't like. It's not your choice to get rid of them. You know, like people choose to keep bringing this person around, and they're offensive to other people. I feel like I stood up for I think other I people are talking about more because of this problematic person. Like, he would shit talk waitresses and Uber drivers and um. Yeah, you know who we're talking about. But I just, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. If somebody has a heart of gold, you kind of want to get to that heart sometimes, which makes you deal with certain things. Plus, as, like, uh, you know, cis white men are rarely the object of that person's derision or jokes. So it's easier for me to come and just, like, say, like, no, not really. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. that's like, it's easier for me to like absorb it, one, because it's not personally offensive, and then two, just like poke holes in it. Right. Right. As opposed to, you know, I don't take it personally because it's not an affront to me, it's an affront mm. to others. However, like, it's very easy to like, no, that's wrong. No, that's yeah. wrong. No, that's wrong. Which, you know, I b- believe that some people can change and you know maybe I'm they don't definitely an advocate for the underdog i definitely like put myself in other people's shoes like way more than i even should like yeah. so it's hard for me to let some things go but we're all we're all toxic in some sort of way so. <laughs> <laughs> i'll stand up <laughs> <laughs> so welcome jordan shay to one mutual friend is that did i say that right jordan shay yeah, no, okay. no, that's like shea the, butter. Yeah, or the stadium, one of the two. Oh, we're so happy to share the mic with you. I know you've done more podcasts than us, allegedly. Allegedly, yeah. There's yeah. no, that, there actually is. They're they're somewhere. There's, yeah, you can download. The data is uh, out there. Somewhere. Like and subscribe. Um, I literally don't know anything about you, so I'm very excited. Oh, that that's terrific! Yeah. This is like a wonderful meet cute. 
It is a me cute. And then Brandy is the one mutual friend between us. Yeah, so we met through my boyfriend. Um, Jordan is part of his friend group, and I cannot for the life of me remember the very first time we met. I was probably blackout drunk. If you remember, I ascribe, and it's embarrassing, don't say. Uh, no, I don't remember either because it's part of the friend group. If we're meeting up at a, after like a certain time, yeah. like it's fine. Okay. I would, I would say, I target. Be we've nice. been no, not. I would say that we've known each other for like she was on the ground <laughs> much longer than you would think. I think we've probably known each other for close to four years. Oh wow! Wow. You're, I mean, a hundred percent. Yeah. Right. Because like how long have you and your boyfriend been together? Uh, four years next week. Okay. So I've known you just shy <laughs> of mm-hmm. four years effectively. Yeah. That's pretty accurate. Yeah. yeah. Cause he was bringing yeah. you out very early on. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Before we were even together. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> before either of you would admit it. Yeah. Hey. 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 That's a one mutual friend burn. Soft lunch. <laughs> Skins burn. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> yep. So that's how we know oh, each other. Yeah, I know. And and you've always been a good time. Uh, always so flashy. Always dressed in a suit. I think I told you this not too long ago. I'm like, I don't think I've ever seen you dressed casual. Like you're always like, you know, like some some people like you'll meet up one day and they're in four years. In four years, you're bound to see them in like a sweatshirt or something. But you were yeah. always in a suit, always dressed. I like that. I'm gonna invite you out more. Oh, you, hey. you should. Hey, swing, swing. No, until until COVID, I didn't own sweatpants. Oh. Um, and I'm of the general opinion that men should not wear shorts unless you're on vacation or in the South. Yeah, agreed. And by the South, I mean Miami, not like anywhere else. Just wear pants. Like, yeah. it's fine. Wash your clothes. Yeah. I'm Take showers. It's fine. Uh, wait, hold on. How do you feel about flip-flops? Completely on the <laughs> outs with oh flip-flops. My God, thank I mean, you. especially in New York. The, the street is disgusting. Uh, yeah. And you're going to accrue all of this dirt and fucking trash, human and dog feces, not to know what else, maybe yeah. a needle, because like... Oh my God, yeah. 2022. I've seen it. And it's going to go through your flip-flop. Why are you wearing flip-flops? It's ridiculous. Yeah. I it's to, preposterous. I had to force my boyfriend to leave his flip-flops in Florida the last time because he would not stop wearing them. And it's disgusting. Yeah. I hate it. Listen, there's a time and a place, but that place and time is nowhere in Manhattan ever. He's a shorts yeah. and flip-flop wearer. Yeah. Uh, Not anywhere. He's, only, a He's a Florida guy. I yeah. will wear shorts in summertime. I will in New York simply because I realized that it was it was less def- less effective at my job showing apartments when I would roll up drenched in sweat right, right. as opposed to wearing shorts and and loose fitting clothing and um showing up like with some semblance of like dignity right otherwise i'm just gonna sweat for the entire showing and like 10 minutes worth of it and just be miserable and yeah. you'll just think like who is this weird guy in a flop sweat who looks disgusting and it's flush as opposed to like i don't know should he be wearing shorts should he not i don't know but like then you get past it pretty quickly right as opposed to the other yeah so that's fair the, I mean, the the attire is, is very strategic in New York for sure, um, and you have like you have such a such a busy job. Like, I mean, we've seen it firsthand already. <laughs> yeah, sorry about that. <laughs> no, it's fine. But what excites you more, most about you know working in real estate and working in New York real estate real estate specifically? 
I mean, I love it. And for me, like my relationship with the city is very much tied to real estate. So when I moved to the city, I moved on a Sunday and I started in real estate literally the very next day at Monday. Oh, wow. And I didn't know anything about the city. This was also way before smartphones. So I was literally, I didn't know how to get to work. Right. Wait, so what like, year was this? This is 12 years ago, but like oh, smartphones sure. weren't really a thing. Like I had a map in like a moleskin and oh, was wait, like so... trying to figure out how to get to work. Yeah, that's amazing. It's, it was bananas. And I had no idea how the grid system worked. I mean, I like figured it out. But then I started in real estate and had no idea where anything was. Mm-hmm. And real estate's being in the industry has helped me appreciate almost all the neighborhoods in the city and the boroughs and what's good about them, what's bad about them, be able to really like articulate why New York is a great place. Right. It certainly has its problems. Like I see it every day as do you, but I'm fortunate enough to visit all the neighborhoods and have a positive spin and be forced to have a positive spin as opposed to like spiraling into like negativity, which is very easy to do, especially like in quote recent times. Right. Yeah. yeah. So, I mean, it's it's a great business for someone of my personality. And also, like, I can't sit still. I hate offices. I have a problem with authority. But I like people <laughs> for the most part-ish. And Relatable. Hard, hard-ish, <laughs> actually. Very hard-ish. Relatable. And, uh, you know, I don't know. For me, it's just, it's the best. Yeah, okay, I wouldn't I wouldn't change it. That's amazing. Um, I'm not in the market to buy, but I just, like, that's like an ultimate dream to buy in New York. Mm-hmm. I think it's like, it's just such, I don't know, a very, very special place, but I'm sure you, with all your showings, like everyone comes in with these like expectations and what is just, oh shit. What is the craziest thing you've experienced on a showing? Um, I can think of two. Yeah. Um, lay it on us. I lost Jennifer Lawrence's dog <gasps> and what? I walked into the wrong apartment with somebody who yelled at me because I thought I was their cleaner and I thought I was in the right apartment. Oh, um, my God. Yeah. yeah. J-Law. Yeah, like, what happened? I need, I need the backstory for the J-Laws. Um, Dog. By the way, incredibly nice person. Like, remarkably nice. Really just super friendly to people. Just sweet as can be. Like, introduced herself as Jennifer. And, like stuck out her hand to shake my hand that's amazing and like pee on like fuck why are you why are you doing this of yeah. course i know who you are like this is not a thing and she had her dog with her and she put the dog down and at the end of the showing by the end of it because it was like a large apartment it was a duplex apartment couldn't find the dog and i had shut the door behind us in one of the rooms and the dog was in the room and so we like <laughs> we had to like scramble and find the dog and Aww. it was cute though i mean it was like really fun like just yeah remarkably nice experience and a remarkably nice person as well oh my god that's a great story yeah but i was panicked that i'd literally lost jennifer yeah, Lawrence's I would dog. Cry. I mean, I would cry. Yeah. but she she does i'm glad that she lives up to like the personality that she puts out there oh my god sweetheart yeah in person i mean like granted it's not like i spend an inordinate amount of time with jennifer lawrence but like <laughs> i'm like jay what's up but nevertheless during that one interaction when she could have been like a shit fucking person which yeah. a lot of people are during showings who have no notoriety, very little money, but they think like you work for them all the time. She was just mm-hmm. generous of spirit and like so kind. I love that. I love yeah. that. Yeah, it, it is. It, I, yeah, I, I like it because I, 
I don't know. I'm a, I'm a fan. I see her on TV a lot. Um, and it's really validating when, when they are who they are off screen. So, but speaking of being on screen. Yeah. You were on Million Dollar Listing. That's um, that's true. Yeah, that <laughs> happened. So real estate shows are super hot right now. Like, don't even get me started on Selling Sunset. But um, what what's your take on all of these uh, shows and how is it like the industry like, in TV versus reality? I think it's just a vehicle for entertainment that people like. I mean, yeah. if you think about basic needs and what people really enjoy watching from a reality standpoint and think about it in that perspective is that people want to find love people um like love food think about like the major franchises that are successful yeah and i think real estate is something that you know america is sort of built on this weird thing where you have to own land and that's the american dream i mean americans have been taking land don't get me started but like (laughs) um from other people since our inception since my people (laughs) yes british colonialization thank you for selling my land yeah (laughs) Um, but nevertheless um i would say that like people are fascinated and especially in this country people are fascinated with two places that are dream places to move to and hopefully live and primarily those places are either new york or los angeles yep which for this particular show or franchise, Million Dollar Listing, those have been their very successful markets because that's the dream. And then people aspire to live in an apartment like that, with a right. view like that, with a doorman. I mean, you have to, like, we're spoiled in New York, and I'm anesthetized to a lot of different things. But the idea that somebody opens the door for you, collects your packages, knows your name, does literally everything possible for you effectively being a major domo is incredible to yeah. most people because most people live in single family homes that they have to do everything yep mm-hmm. and so especially when you're talking about aspiration like that's the reason why sex in the city is such a popular franchise because yeah. it was like i want to live like these women in new york if sex in the city had been uh about uh, i don't know name a, a nowhere city my hometown like I in central so. <laughs> in in central florida nobody would want to ever like why that's just like, four 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 again? weird people doing weird things right i mean bravo actually did a show about brandy and i's hometown called texacanas and it only lasted one season i actually saw them at a, at a club yeah yeah they yeah hotel discotheque they go yeah there. and that's where i was <laughs> Anyway. Yeah, <laughs> but yeah, people people want to kind of escape mm-hmm. to these other people's lives, the reality, because they want to experience that, they want to see it, because right. it's part of the dream complex. It, it, it's it's been fine. I think that for viewers and for people wanting to like who like reality television, like I like reality television. Me it's too. great. Love it. It's terrific. Right? Like there are good shows, there are bad shows. This certainly gives something like most people never experience and like, oh, my God, that's how real estate in New York is. Yeah. I, I do think, however, is that given that the franchise is such a like a statesman, it's an older franchise in the reality market, that most people know at this juncture that this is really not how real estate functions. Earlier right. on, 
people thought this is how real estate is, but it's just not. And people know that. (laughs) I still think this is how real estate (laughs) is. I mean, I wish it was because it would be super easy. It's not glamorous work. Like, it really is not. It's very hard work and it's a lot of hand-holding and no one negotiates over speakerphone and things like that. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) You know, it's like ridiculous and we're not, you know doing zany things to attract attention during the middle of a showing like we just like it's weird yeah who would do that like yeah people would just walk out unless there's a camera right 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 camera changes that dynamic of course that's super interesting yeah and especially with you know you calling out new york and la and those are definitely kind of these are the places that i've looked at personally living but um you know with the pandemic a lot of my friends are moving out of tech out of new york back to texas or you know their hometowns and um i just see i just my friend group is just dispersing right now so with the pandemic having everyone fighting to you know work from home or pay lower rent um how do you think this will impact real estate like as a whole and then also like uh currently in new york all the COVID rates are gone. Oh yeah. For renting. And so do you think that it is a buying market now that people are like, my rent went up 60%. So, um, so thoughts on that. I mean, post post pandemic, right. Post post pandemic special. (laughs) Um, I think that the pandemic rent rate thing was wonderful for everyone. You got to live better than you could really afford, and landlords got to stave off their creditors, frankly speaking, and make their minimums and absorb the hit and take a loss, but not such an egregious loss. But um, those days are over. So those individuals who can't afford necessarily the the what we refer to in the industry as like free market or fair market rent, Mm -hmm. right? They got a massively reduced rent, in some cases like fifty percent off of what fair market was. Right. So if you can't afford double that, right, you have to find a new apartment. Mm -hmm. But let's just assume that people signing leases over the last two pandemic years couldn't actually afford the apartment that they moved into at the free market rate. That means all of those people are now going to move into the apartment that they could actually have afforded. So the person who is getting a 50% discount at, say, five thousand dollars is going to take the twenty five hundred dollar apartment that's mm-hmm. now free market the person that was in the twenty five hundred dollar apartment is now going to take on a roommate at twenty at twelve fifty etc etc so you have that issue and then you have the people who moved out of the city and whose jobs are calling them back oh, and oh, fuck i didn't even think of that right so you had people moving to the city because they can finally afford to live in the city whether there was a mass exodus uh, of people that's true however there was a mass influx of individuals who came because finally they can like give New York a try and see what it's all about. And I'll sign a two year lease that I know I can cover. And if the end of it, I'll move home. Most of those people aren't moving home. Most of those people are just moving out into the boroughs or into the tri-state area. Right. Unfortunately for them. But, um, (laughs) so no, it's created a very, very competitive rental market for people. And I just genuinely feel bad for anybody that has to move and find an apartment because moving is expensive. Like, yeah. no doubt about it. You have to pay first month. You have to pay last month. You have to pay all the associated fees. You have to actually you have to pay your mover. Times, you have to make 40 times, times the, rent. the rent. That's not a thing in Texas. And then, <laughs> and then most people have to pay the broker fee and the full broker fee right now because mm-hmm. it's and there that was a competitive. there broker's fees during COVID. 
There were no broker fees. Like we were giving you bottles of champagne. Wait, okay, so like, I moved please. here in COVID. So mm-hmm. what is a broker's fee typically? Um, like a so, month's rent? Or? So quote unquote, there is no standardization. Oh, okay. However, generally speaking, there are three fees, right? There's 15%, which is you're going to cover between two brokers. Or you just have an asshole broker who says, pay the full fee. Right. I'm going to take 15%. Then if you're a direct renter and you're going direct to a listing that is um, represented by a broker, a lot of times they'll just charge you one month, which is less than the full freight, which is mm-hmm. 15%, but more than half of that 15%, which is 75 and then you could find a nice guy uh, who only <laughs> only charges seven and a half percent regardless. Right. Right. So that's like that's that's how it is, frankly that's, speaking. That's crazy. It's nuts. So it's, it's bananas. Fucking expensive. It's a lot of money. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And especially like that can make or break people's move, their lease, where they choose to live, how they choose to live. Yeah. And um, you know, it is a dog eat dog situation, but nevertheless, like it. I just feel bad for people. Sucks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It really does. We we have our COVID rate, uh, which de- definitely came down during the pandemic, um, and we looked at our apartment rates now, and they're probably like double what we're paying, and we're our our lease is up uh, in the middle of summer, so we're just waiting to see if they're going to continue giving us our same yeah. rate, and I doubt they will. They're not. No. <laughs> I signed a two-year lease, and um, my lease is up in December. Uh, yeah, and I'm already stressed. We've got a good. We've got Don't a good be. It's go. winter time. Yeah. You have more negotiability in yeah. winter time. This is good to know. Yeah. Now I don't live alone. Hey. hey. I gotta stop doing that. Swing. <laughs> bada bada bada. Swing. Where did I learn this? Hey. I'm embarrassed. I'm, I'm, hey. I might have given it to you. <laughs> I'm not. Was it, is s- it me? Am I the problem? I'm embarrassed. Oh um, my gosh. I mean, I feel like. I, I, I could just pick your brain about this all day because I, I, really, I don't know. It's super interesting. But we actually want to know more about you and connections in New York. Cause here, is, there a, is there a question? There is. Where's my prompt? So, um, are you single? Yeah. What is the New York dating scene like? It's murder. Murder. It's murder. It's miserable for everybody. But it's also a lot of fun, too. Like, I, I don't know. It's like on the one hand, it's great. And on the other hand, it's terrible. Yeah. That's fair. Are what? you on all the apps? I'm on one. One? Yeah. Which one? Raya. Oh. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. yeah, yeah. They on. didn't have it back in your day, did they? No, they I have it. Because I got to approve, so I give out the invites. Right. I found out about it, like, <laughs> after the fact. After the fact. I'm like, damn. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You're like, no oh, offense, shucks. But like, you know, well, you know. Yeah. Um, yeah, no, it's fine. Like, it's, it's genuinely, like, okay to, like, quote make a connection but nevertheless like it's online dating yeah unfortunately most people are so used to like an online lifestyle that especially with the pandemic that that's how they're more comfortable connecting okay um speaking of dating what are your deal breakers when you're dating oh god i'm a picky fuck are you picky i am i have a great life i have to be honest with you like i love my life i love my friends i love my job i like my apartment i love my neighborhood i Where do you live? love my social activities every side oh, okay um, not too right, far from your co-host yeah. and her, you know, person and her cats. Lots of cats. cats. How many cats do it's you have? It's just two. two. Two is one too many. My cat turns 10 this week. Oh, you should get another one. That one's <laughs> out the door. And then we can officially call you a cat lady. 
<laughs> just just get, kidding. Just get our boyfriend cat ears. Just <laughs> kidding. Oh, he... He would wear them. He would. He 100% would. As he, he's vacuuming? As he's vacuuming. <laughs> give him a tail. I showed up to a Halloween party this last year as a tuxedo cat. I wore a tuxedo and I just I like had that. like the tail and the uh, yeah, it was adorable. Cats nobody else, like nobody else got it, or adorable. I was adorable. adorable. I thought I was adorable. I can show you pictures later. However, it didn't really go off. Um, but to your question of like deal breakers, there's a lot of them. Sure, but there yeah. like there are some that are greater, some that are like some that really aren't deal breakers. Yeah. They're just more like preferences. Mm. But like I said, I'm. Okay, like sort of picky. Give, give us one. Um. Okay, so here's a weird one. We like it weird. How so? Oh, really? <laughs> yeah, we don't want anything boring. Seem Lay pretty. It on us. Seem pretty vanilla. Record player over there. Um. Nevertheless. <laughs> I'm getting called out. Nevertheless. Hey. <laughs> Um, okay. What I will say, how someone laughs. Oh. <laughs> I no, 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 no. If you think about it, like you spend like you spend all of your time like talking to this person for the most part. Right. If you're not like fucking, and so like they have to have a laugh that doesn't drive you crazy. Wow. I think we both have obnoxious laughs. Oh, I have Disgusting. like I have a heinous laugh, but you're and, like, but like people like my laugh or they don't. But if you meet someone and you're like, oof their laugh or their tone of voice yeah. it's just like that's never gonna work yeah if you hate it when they talk that's, that's not yeah. going to work yeah and we've all met people i would assume who you just like the way they laugh their tone of voice their mm -hmm. cadence anything like that mm -hmm. like so i mean you have to spend so much time actually communicating with that right. person that's very that's wow. a and hopefully laughing with that person yeah i think um I can't think of a single person whose laugh I hate, but there's like a handful of people who I love their laugh because it just makes me laugh harder. Right. Right. That should. That's the goal, right? Yeah. Yeah. Um, is to like find that person who and you like love, like cackles. Oh, I fucking love it. Like I, the high pitched or wait, like no, the gonna do a the belly. No, no, no. It's, it's like, okay. You can. It's like a. <laughs> oh my like, god. <laughs> like there, there's just like energy just hits you in the face like a fucking dump truck and it's just you love that 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 makes me laugh hard y'all laughed I, don't know, I think he was more like taken aback like his yeah. face his jaw dropped it, it, it dropped and also you said like hit me like a dump truck <laughs> <laughs> like you're like hits my face like a dump truck yeah hey hey, hey. I've got cackles and rattles over here. <laughs> like, I don't know what's worse. <laughs> the dump trucks are worse. <laughs> oh my god. Oh Y'all gonna stop staring at my record player. I'm fucking insecure now. <laughs> See, there, there's my heinous joker laugh. Like, you either like it or you don't. I once had a, I once had a girlfriend who told me she didn't like the way I laughed, and it made me insecure for multiple years. Oh, so over now it. you like take it out on other people yeah, where you so judge their laughs. Oh no no no! I've been judging people story. for like a decade before. I would just never tell someone I hate the way that you laugh. Right. Like, that's awful. Yeah. yeah. Anyway. So I, th I think. Uh, what about your deal breakers? What do you got? 
Okay, so our our deal breaker. Well, at first, first of all, just kind of going back to the laugh part. I know for a fact that I'm a loud laugher, especially whenever you, oh my I, I God. find something you very have funny. A very prominent laugh. I have a loud uh, laugh. I'm a snorter. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah. Oh wow! When I laugh really loud, that's good. It's kind of cute though. It's it's cute. No no yeah. no. Snorts are in. No, but yeah. My boyfriend sometimes when I'm laughing in public, he'd be like, like I could see him visibly uncomfortable, and he's even sometimes been like, oh my god, this is embarrassing. Your boyfriend though is really easy to make uncomfortable. In all <laughs> fairness, it's like it's kind of sport. He's the cutest, he sweetest, cute. sweetest, cutest, like whatever, ride yeah. or die, but also really fun to make uncomfortable. Yeah. So yeah. as far as as far as deal breakers, like I feel like his like, you know, flip flop wearing, short short wearing, like kind of like polo wearing dad yeah. vibe would have like kind of come off like a, a lot different to me years ago. Like it it wouldn't have been my thing, but. I, I don't know. I think the older I've gotten, like, the more it's about kind of the person and, like, yeah. you know, their energy that they bring to the table and, like, it, really getting down to the core of the human. It would be weird to me if he didn't do all of those things. Yeah. I'd be like, what's right. what's wrong with him? He's, he's not he's the person dad. I thought he was. Like, oh, my God. Like, we about his laugh, he has, like, a, such a proper dad laugh. Oh, this <laughs> is the best. Like, I don't know. like, oh. Yeah, like almost absolutely. A, like, I call him Santa with it. But, like it's just proper. Though. He's so jolly yeah. that one. He's a jolly one. Proper mm-hmm. Yeah, but yeah. Um, I mean, like all that said, I think um, I think to me now, I guess I guess a big turnoff now is people that are super negative. That yeah, just, that's fair. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I don't know, that just dragged the energy down for no reason. It's bananas, especially, like, from a friend perspective. Like, there's been friends that I've, like, cut out because, like, I just can't stand how negative you are. It's been, like, it's too much. That being said, you make allowances for, like, everything has gone to shit for the last two years. True, right. I I get why people A lot of our humor comes from that negativity. Have, like, skidded sort of to, like, very negative. However, like, it's time to, you know rejoin however you can like the rest of us who are trying to like fight for positivity Mm -hmm. and like being happy and having great days and like (laughs) really enjoying themselves yeah you know so i think that's i mean yeah people have down days and stuff but some people make it like their whole personality and i just can't yeah i can't do oh and i think they're so funny deal breaker women who think wearing a hat is a personality wearing a hat you know everybody (laughs) knows a hat girl right Yep, and you're like, no, that's not a personality. That's just you wear a hat, like, yeah. and it's probably because you're insecure about other features that you have, so you wear a hat and you jam it down real low. Yeah, I used to wear. Um, it was like, I guess, I don't know, I guess hip. I don't know, like a, a black wool. F- like I had a, a fedora hat. phase. Like, <laughs> like, but like past the fedora phase but it was just like a wool hat like i lived in the pacific northwest that was like part of the style but i dated this guy for like a two months portland still portland energy yeah exactly he's still no i feel that from you about the black hat girl and i'm like you had that you had that that face you had that floppy black it was funny yeah Yeah. and it it was cool totally totally on trend for portland but i love that someone can still call me out for that shit. That is funny. Well, no, no, that's hysterical. Yeah, yeah. I, don't, yeah. I don't think it would be a, a deal breaker because it was like a trend. Yeah, I feel like I, you didn't. It wasn't your. Personality. No, no, no. I just mean like your your whole personality is wrapped up in the fact that you wear hats. Yeah, no. And no. we all know those people. Yeah. 
whose like personality is like they have this thing or they have that thing or they do this and they do that. And it's like, no man, that's just a thing that you own or wear or have, right. but like it's not I don't know. I think I have more of an issue. I know a lot of people whose whole personality is wrapped up in wellness. Oh. Oh god. Were, yeah, that we just one. lost a bunch of followers after I said that. <laughs> wellness. Yeah, well, where wellness is their personality. That's such a Libra thing to say. I'm not a Libra. But... I, 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 yeah, no, no, no. Sc- Scorpion, Scorp- Scorpio, Scorpio. Are you guessing now? Yeah. Are you definitely a fire sign? That's why. Yeah, yeah. Uh, well, you know, and just narrowed it down. Yeah, my birthday's next week. Um, but my deal breakers. I can. T- I'm thinking of like two instances. I dated one date this guy who you're laughing because i said dated but it was one date (laughs) but he's very popular on twitter now so every time i see people repost his tweets i just lol hard but he took out his invisalign and put it on the table when we were having brunch oh on the table on the table like wait was the first was the first date brunch yes Oh, so food on the first date. Yeah. Uh, no. Not a believer. What? Oh, interesting. Absolutely not. What? You don't, you so don't just know? That, that, like, the hygiene aspect of it? Deal breaker. Deal breaker. Yeah. Second thing that comes to mind is I'm a very confident woman. So if you're just not obviously into me, deal breaker. Like, yeah. I think women are so wrapped up in, like, oh, my God, I hope he likes me. And I'm like, I hope I like him. Yeah. Well, yeah, of course. Love that. Yeah. Love that. Like, that... you, ball's in my court. It doesn't, I don't but care n- how you feel about me. Do I like you? M- men are disgusting. Like, <laughs> how we've been able to pull this off for so long is, be- <laughs> is really beyond me. Like, I, yeah. I am, like, the death rattle of, like, like masculinity and all of this stuff. And I'm like, wait, we got away with this for how long? Oh, yeah. Like, it's so absurd. Yeah. You do bring up, like, a couple of other deal breakers that come to mind. And I think um, a lot of men can't, well, a certain breed of men cannot deal with women who are successful. And they see it as competition or emasculating. And that pisses me off. Yeah. I hate it. I hate to see it. I hate to see it. Um, And then also dating an influencer. Red flag. Just, no. Mm. Mm -mm. I mean, I I have way more turnoffs, but I'm not going to say them. Yeah. Just because, like, that makes it sound terrible. But um, I, w- I would say that it's absurd to me that, um, like, I think that it's because that men have been, like, told classically that, like, our whole role really is to provide. And so much of our identity is wrapped up in, like, provision and protection, really. And, like, going back to, like, uh, Mr. Will Smith's, like, absurd comments blaming god and saying he's a protector which like clearly no and no and no but whatever um going back like we're classically trained to think like it is your role Mm -hmm. that is your gender role and so men who their only value that they really think that they have from whatever is that they can provide more and make more and do more and that's their job right Like, those people are, yeah, they're going to necessarily be threatened because they, that's what their identity is wrapped up in. And that's what they were told their entire lives. Like, I understand that the culture that we live in now is very different than the culture in which we grew up. I don't expect for people to, like, necessarily be here yet. Right. Like, kids born today, they're going to be where we are. 
-hmm. like congratulations like good for you you're you're going to live in a, a very very different society but we were all raised a very very different way mm -hmm. yeah and i don't blame people for necessarily like not being there yet mm -hmm. but yeah like grow a fucking set and like yeah she makes <laughs> some money good for you like just like you're gonna have a better life figure yeah. out the division of like finances like yeah like mm. i don't know yeah like let her like honestly successful women are so fucking sexy it's ridiculous Ooh, love like, that sorry like be as successful as you want to be be a career woman do your thing like mm -hmm. i'll take the, like i should be the back burner until we like have a legally binding document or just like a real understanding mm -hmm. otherwise it should be all about you and all about your career mm -hmm. yeah. and then eventually is like we grow in a partnership we actually are a partnership and we're equals but i should never like be over somebody right right and like good for you like be a savage bitch like i don't fucking care yeah. slit as many throats as you have to <laughs> to get to the top love that I, when you were talking to me it reminded me of this tiktok i saw i think this week but it was about um this girl, she met a guy at a bar in West Village, and they were hitting it off. And he was like, his pickup line was like, "Yeah, I, you're gonna be my wife." And she was like, of course, loving it because she loved the attention. And then at the end of the night, after they were like bouncing around the bar, she they were trying to exchange contact information. He's like, "Oh, just to let you know, I like don't don't go out on dates. I'm 28." Like that was his thing. He was like. I'm young and so I don't do I don't do dates and everyone in the comments was like 20 it's not young but I'm like eh, it's pretty young for New York and when you think about how much you have to spend on a date in New York for women like if you're just casually dating women skip the date uh, what are your thoughts on that? I thought it was interesting because it's very specific to New York I, I mean I suppose so I actually do like I think that was it Jennifer Lopez who said men aren't worth anything until they're 35? And I think she I was, didn't know she said that, but I love that. Didn't she say that? About, I'm almost positive Jennifer Lopez said this. I could be completely she's mistaken, queen. but she's a Whomever said that, it's a queen. Yeah. And I don't think it's Beyonce saying that. So I'm almost positive it's <laughs> yeah. Jennifer Lopez. And I would say that in New York, really, men aren't worth a damn until they're probably like in their late 30s or yeah. like 40. And frankly speaking, like if you're 28 and you can't afford to take somebody out on a date, then like great you set the expectation but also you can totally take somebody on a date right like are you kidding me it's like new york there's so much to do a, for free go and just like i mean if you can't afford a bagel like you can only afford one bagel like okay go for bagels go yeah. for coffee go to like a dive bar have a good time yeah you know like maybe I don't know, crazy thought. Like, she actually likes you for you. Mm -hmm. And really, I think that people are just using that as, like, a cop-out and saying, like, oh, I don't really go on dates. Like, yeah, you do. Like, okay, so you, you don't, don't actually, You don't actually think she's worth taking on a date. Yeah. yeah. Which, is the, which is the thing. Yeah. I mean, I, or my, I just watched Half Baked again recently, and he, like, takes... No. Half, what, what did Half you Baked? Dave, Dave oh. Chappelle? Okay, yes, okay, yes, yeah, yeah. yes. <laughs> yeah. And he takes Mary Jane out on a date with like $11 and like gets her a hot dog and then go get ice cream and like yeah. walk through New York City. And it's like, if he wanted to, he would, you know? Yeah, if he wanted to, he would. Yeah, 100%. Like you, I don't know. It's just baffling to me. And then also like not for nothing guy, like there's a man who is uh, your senior, senior 
at whatever firm you're at mm -hmm. who has a lot of money and really wants to take out the 28-year-old girl that you're hitting on. So yeah. if you really think you're like big cock on the block and I'm not going to go on dates, like, cool. She'll just find somebody who will take her out on right. dates. Right. She'll date your boss. Yeah. Or she'll <laughs> date your dad. Yeah. Like, get over yourself. You're not that cool. Men are so delusional. It's preposterous. <laughs> Okay, it's really again going Facts, back to my point as up. to how we've gotten away with this is beyond. Yeah, it's ridiculous. Yeah. Anyway, moving Touché. on. Well, yeah. um, you know, speaking speaking to that as a as a man in the city, like surrounding yourself with other men in the city um, as friends as friends. <laughs> came out wrong but i mean you know men are preposterous so how do you like make friends yeah knowing knowing all, all i mean I, I feel like you're very aware you're very like you're probably one of the more aware self-aware men um that i've talked to that was a compliment <laughs> yeah. thank you yeah, yeah. yeah. Cliff, no, I, ju note. I just went in my feels um no but of yeah, course how you, do you make and make and maintain friendships um, I've been very fortunate to be selective and to find the right anchor people who are of like spirit and mind or interest or um, humor, if mm -hmm. you will, who have uh, effectively like the same mentality that I do. And so if you think about it, like people who are similar to you in enough respects will attract people that are also similar to you. For sure. And so it's sort of like the spider web network thing where you meet someone and you might hit it off or you might not hit it off. But more often than not, the circle does grow if you're inclusive because this tertiary friend that they have, they sort of like come in and this friend comes in and they connect, yada, yada, yada. So it's like an ever expanding thing. And so it takes a lot of time to build meaningful relationships and a lot of effort. And if you're just a striver who's like looking to climb to the top and like meet the right people, then fuck off. You're an asshole. Right. But if you really want to like keep people around, then that does take effort and take mm -hmm. time. And it takes rejecting certain elements that are not within what you want for your life. But if you meet the right people and you're patient enough, then, yeah, your friendship can grow. Okay, say, for example, you do meet a friend and you're like, hey, I like this person. And you're saying that you have to put in the effort. Mm -hmm. What do you do? What is an example that Jordan does to nourish that friendship? I'm, I'm uh, very big on regular and small interactions with people. I, I don't think consistency. people. Consistency. I don't think people have the time anymore or the, the bandwidth or more information overload. So brief interactions that are regular, let them know. I mean, you show people that you actually care about right. them by being like commenting on a thing that like social media is such like an intertwined part of who we are as a society right now. So commenting on things that they like their story or making a joke or sending them a text or right. sending them a quick voice note or like all of that, that doesn't involve any spent like physical interaction mm -hmm. but that's just a way that you can continually interact and that's why i think like the digital age in its own way is beautiful because we're right. able to constantly be connected to the people that we care about absolutely and you show people how you feel about them yeah 
literally like just watch someone's actions that's how they feel about you yeah i think um some uh something i do to like nourish a relationship or let it be known that like i hey i value this connection let's keep it going i think the consistency super huge but something i typically lean on is like a an inside joke so like i i run a joke to the ground and i bring it up a lot <laughs> so that we like keep having that kind of lol energy until we keep meeting again and then come up with new inside jokes but like upon a first meeting i'll run that inside joke to the ground of course gifts with anything yeah if you have like a shared i mean this is just like people is that like um affection affinity for others is built over a shared experience primarily it's not just someone has a striking personality that you really like you have a memory and you have an emotion that that memory elicits regularly and so that's a very effective way to build a stronger bond with somebody is to reiterate that shared thing that you both like have it's a funny joke great or it's not funny but it's like not funny but the fact that you keep bringing it up right it's like it could be at my expense it It could be at my expense or your expense that's fine like that's i don't know it's like 101 people like it's just i don't know basic yeah but that consistency that effort is you have to put in the time if you're if you're fucking sitting at home and you're not like really like i also come from an industry that's very hustle culture Mm -hmm. and whether or not that's fake based off of what we post whatever like that doesn't matter but i'm very 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 active about like being out with either my friends or potential friends as much as possible and that's one like being single is nice for that because right. I can devote all of my time to that thing. And when I'm not single, I don't get to invest as much in that. And that's fine. Sure. Like there's like the, like there's the sowing the seeds and then there's reaping the harvest. And right now, like I'm in a period where I can like sow seeds in others and in myself. Mm-hmm. Um, I have a tangent question based off like the energy required for all of your hustle culture and you're like i have to go out i do all these things because i want to i want to make friends i want to nourish these friendships what is your toolkit consist of to not be tired what what, like how how are you not tired all the time i'm i want to know it's really good um well one what energizes you and then how do you recharge one i'm not a miserable fuck like you know what I mean? <laughs> no, but I sorry. Yeah. So, but like I, I really do. Like I said earlier, I love my life and I love the aspects of my I love life. That. So that gives you energy to continue like upon the course on which you're currently set. Yeah. And I think too, like I try to do all the things that everybody else is trying to do. Sure. I, I no, I don't exercise enough. No, I don't like eat well enough. But do I try to do both of those things? Sure. Yeah. And like the intent and the effort is part of it. If you've just given up, then you've given up and you're not going to get anything out of it. And yeah, I don't know. I think I find energy from other people. That's great. Do you, so, do yeah, you ever reach burnout? All the time. Yeah. Yeah, of course. You reach burnout. Do you reach like you're almost there and you need to like reset or you need to have a day or you need to have a half yeah. day or you need to be like... Um, you need to be a piece of shit and just like, yeah, like yeah. lay on the couch with a blanket. <laughs> you know what I mean? And that's completely yeah. fine. Like I, uh, people I, aren't I, forgiving enough of themselves. I kind of toggle between work burnout and social burnout. Like I am going back and forth because I'm like, okay, my outlet from work is social. And then when I just am way too social, then I, I don't know. 
Yeah. Goes for both ways. For for me, it's like it's um, that's gray. I think, and that's like sort of a function of my job, which is, you know, it is always to be meeting people and talking and socializing. Mm -hmm. So, the distinction between the two is like really hard sometimes, and which which also is why I like what I do and also why I like my friends. Like there's just everything is sort of one. You know, there's a weird oneness in what yeah. I do. So for me, like, I'm, I don't really ever get, quote, burnt out from work. I might be exhausted by a particular client that's for whatever reason or a deal or I'm not making money or I'm making money, whatever, or particular, like, life choices from the night before. But, like, you know, like, it's it's all fun. Yeah, yeah. That's cool. Have you ever, um, this might be taboo, but have mm-hmm. you ever turned clients into friends? Uh, yeah. And, and friends become clients. Like I, I've been really privileged to, um, for the most part with probably 95% effectiveness only work for people that I actually genuinely like Mm -hmm. and, um, have clients that the most part, again, like, like me. So it's weird for us not to have at least like an amount of like civility and Mm -hmm. conviviality than to be like friends and mm-hmm. so that line is like that's my client but that's also my friend yeah like i actually care that his daughter had diarrhea this week <laughs> you know what i mean like a, yeah, like yeah. oh yeah like a, that mattered to me and yeah. like that doesn't matter yeah. well, you know what it was you know fine you know but she got sent home early from school had to help like hold her out this whole thing i mean like i don't know kids these days. Yeah. but um <laughs> but no like i, I genuinely care about the people that I work for because that's really beautiful. You know, this is a lot of money to most people. Yeah. You know, the Uber wealthy, it's a different story, but I still care about them in their own respect. I might not care necessarily so much about the impact of this or that, or think they have a privileged existence based upon the fact that they have innumerable financial resources. But frankly speaking, they still have lives and they're still people and they still suffer and they still feel a certain way. And money doesn't change that, nor does celebrity status. Like, People still feel and hurt and have, like, this thing called the human condition, which For we're sure. all sidled with until we die. So you have to look at people with compassion like they're people and not just, like, cash registers. Preach. Not everything's transactional. Preach. It's not. It really isn't. Yeah. Yeah. I, and I feel like, especially, like, working in social media and having to be on social media every single day and seeing, like, kind of negative comments towards people like that constantly it's like come on like you you said it perfectly they're people you know mm-hmm. so yeah people yeah. i mean it, it, it people get so confident behind a keyboard and just completely just make dismiss the fact that there are humans and keyboard warriors <laughs> dismiss the fact that there are human beings on the other end and yeah they do see it you know more often than not they do yeah. for sure well um but looking forward um do you see yourself in New York long term? Do you see yourself buying here? What does the future look like for Jordan? I love this city. Same. I've only I've only lived in two cities my entire life. I lived in the city I grew up in, which had a and still might have a population relatively close to like eighty thousand people. Okay. And then I moved from there to here, which is the largest city in the US and one of the largest the cities best in the world. City. And I love it, and I'm not sure that 
any other city is right for me. Yeah. Or that I'm right for any other city. And um, I think that's fine. Everybody finds their home. For me, this is my home. And I want to continue to invest in it as much as possible and get back to it and be involved in both as like charities and cultural institutions and the growth right. of the city and how it actually looks physically vis-a-vis the buildings that get built and the standards and like how, I don't know. I, I love this place. I don't, yeah, it's got its problems. It's flawed, but this is a marriage and you have to like work through them and work past them and figure it out. Like, I thought I would live here for two years. Yeah. And then two-year mark came, and I liked it enough. I was like, I'm going to stay for another year. And my parents expected me to move home and uh, and all this stuff. And then I was like, you know what? I just feel like I have unfinished business. I've got to make this for a fourth. I'm not done with you yet. I'm, I've got, I just don't <laughs> feel settled. I'm not, I'm not pulling up stakes. And after the fourth year, I admitted to myself that I love this place, and I never wanted to move anywhere else because Aww. this is the best place possible this is how i know both of you this is how like you know i know the studio dog like this city is <laughs> this yeah. city has given so much to me personally as a just like my formation yeah. and i can't imagine another city giving me that mm-hmm. and so yeah maybe one day i'll move somewhere else but there's no plans for it there's definitely a huge. It kind of came into it the same way. I was I was gonna be here for a couple of years and then just dip out and have the experience in mind. But the longer I'm here, a four year mark, um, mm. it's like I it's gonna be a hard split. It's it's gonna be so difficult to to leave here because of I don't know. Every time I visit home, I'm like, oh, I love this. It's familiar. It's like there's space, there's closets, there's sun, and then I'm just like, but. Uh, there's things that i miss it's not new york there's things that i miss about the city um but falling in love with um such an expensive city what is one thing that you think that you spend entirely too much on and it it might not even have to do with new york but um seamless (laughs) i love a solid seamless order you know i mean like like we've known each other like you know i love cooking like it's so fun I love it and really like try to make. Why didn't you cook us dinner? Well, hey. I'm sorry. I mean, hey, hey. <laughs> you missed my carbonara from earlier this week. It was Shit. great. Yeah, I made I it saw with it on your story. Oh my god! Wait, amazing. no, I, I saw your stories too. Yeah, delicious. It's as it was as good as it looked. It was so good that I ate all of. I ate all three I, servings and one. Can you make us dinner soon? Yeah, absolutely. Yes. Yeah, just put in your like menu and then I'll figure it out and I'll make it. <laughs> like legitimately, I'll make scallops. I'll make like lamb. You want steak? Scallops done. Yeah. You know, whatever you want. Like I, all I it takes is scallops. butter and salt. Okay. I'll, um, I'll bring the wine. <laughs> great, your contribution set. Um, but yeah, no, I would say that like for instance, like after night, like this evening, I'm not gonna like go home and then cook a proper meal. What I'm right. gonna do is I'm gonna seamless. Um, and that's not going to be the, like the best quality food for me. So yeah. that I would say I'm is door dasher. Am I? You're a door dasher. Did at I just me. degrade myself? I don't. I don't think so. I think I'm like the the simp who's still using uh, seamless okay. when there are so many oh, other man. options. Are you an Uber Eater? I'm. I, I'm typically an Uber Eater. You, you really give off Uber yeah, Eats vibes. Do, are, I have to say. Wait, what? What yeah. does that mean? I don't know. You like what? It's that and Postmates. You love a solid Postmates, don't you? Um, yeah. I, for some reason, my account got locked, and same. I yeah, I can't get back in. But it used to be yes. 
Yep. I think um, <laughs> the last thing I postmated was, um, like, <laughs> so embarrassing. I sent this guy to Aritzia it with screenshots of everything I wanted from, like, I needed an outfit for the night. I was going to the symphony, and I was like, please pick out these dresses. He brought them all to me. <sighs> Poor guy. He was, like, literally at Aritzia shopping for me for an outfit on I Postmates. Know. I didn't know that was a thing. I, I you could like at one point when Postmates was so new you could enter the store they would go there and you would post the links to everything you wanted and then like type in the price. It... I've Postmated Jewel before. Really? Oh, oh yeah, for sure. I had a guy like show up thirty blocks down with my mango jewels at one point. Mango. Mango. Yeah. Great times. What yeah. a time to be alive. Yeah. Hey. <laughs> I didn't do it this time. <laughs> <laughs> What's one thing that you spend too much money on? <sighs> Sephora. Oh. I love, so I love makeup artists and I am, a TikTok, TikTok, I've said this before, TikTok is not free, but <laughs> every time they're like, try this, try that, I buy it. You're influenced. I'm very much influenced and I love makeup artists and I love trying new things and I love seeing how people do that do different art with their makeup and how they can, I don't know, contour and make people look and feel them be- their best selves. Um, it's just fun. I know. Yeah. I might have mentioned, <clears throat> I might have mentioned this earlier, but uh, I, I, I just like going out, just outings is definitely what gets me the most. So I can't really. Because who wants like the fun time to stop? Right, yeah. like nobody. If you're having a good time, you're just like, no, I'm, I'm fine. Yeah. You only leave when you are like, oh, I'm done. Yeah. Where are yeah. we pregaming? Where are we drinking? Where are we after partying? Right, right. Where are we gonna get the gonna go get the nightcap? Oh yeah. wow, you have a whole <laughs> laminated schedule. Yeah, it's the circuit. <laughs> I don't know. I feel like um, these past two years that I've lived in New York have been like the best years of my life, but. I have to say, even though the drinks are expensive, I feel like I don't pay for very many. <laughs> and I'm, that is my privilege. that we mm. I'm surrounded by quality men in my life. Even if it's not my partner, it's Brandy's. <laughs> oh, yeah. Graham? 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 Oh, shit. He is quality human. My boyfriend does pick up the tab <laughs> usually. Yeah. Well, now that we've all aired our laundry, I was going to say it's dates. Way too much money on dates. Yeah. Yeah, to yeah. be honest with you. Because I think if it's the date, it's going to be a, it's like the coin toss. Is the date going to go well? Is it not going to go yeah, well? Yeah, Nobody knows. So I just go to a place that I want to go to and I would go to by myself. I want to try or I really like the way yeah. to make the drinks, etc. Or I like the food, and that's the dinner I want to have, and that's how I pick the places, and that's ultimately why I spent way too much money. Is because yeah. I, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I mean, yeah, and you always want to like put your best foot forward and stuff like that. Yeah. Oh. And, and I, I just love to like try new places that I've. Maybe I am. Maybe it is. Maybe TikTok is not free because you know sometimes we go to those oh, yeah. places. Yeah, I send you these things, and I'm like, and here we go. go. Here. I'm yeah. a big believer of putting your average foot forward. <laughs> Just, like, oh. cut to the chase. The apartment's messy. Like, I'm sorry. What are you going to do? <laughs> fair, fair. 
Um, but living in such like a, a non-conventional city and, you know, there's, like you said earlier, human shit on the ground, dog shit on the ground, you know, there's trash piles higher than we are. Um, and, and we still look at it as a beautiful place and it, for all of so many reasons. What is what is something beautiful that you see here every day or something just in life that you find beautiful every day? Oh, Let me think. Um, something I find beautiful every day. I'll tell you, a great start to my day is my local Starbucks. You go to Starbucks? Every day. I didn't wow. take you as a Starbucks. Yeah, I did not guy. expect that. No, I, every day I go to Starbucks. Every day I order the exact same thing. Which is? Venti cold brew. And every even person... In, even when it's freezing outside. Oh, yeah, of course. Oh. doesn't change. Why should I change for the weather? The weather should change hey. for me. Oh, shit. Um, God damn it. I got to stop doing this. But, like, it's the most pleasant experience you could possibly have. They know my name there. They're very nice. They, like, greet me when I walk in. They spell it right. They spell it. No, they don't. They just say <laughs> J. Like, I only get a J, and everybody knows who that is. And I'm like, this is a wonderful thing. It's better than the bar where everybody knows your name. It's mm. really clutch to go yeah. into a coffee shop where every person who works there is just like, oh, hey, what's going on? How's your day? And I'm like, uh, this is a the great way. They don't even ask. That's wonderful. Yeah. Like, yeah. I just get handed something. That's amazing. That's yeah. such a good, that's a like a chicken noodle soup warm feeling. Right? That's like a blanket. Yeah. yeah. Except it's not because it's starting my day, but nevertheless, yeah. Yeah. So that's like just one thing that's beautiful. I love that. Yeah. I really love um, when I see people on the subway that are not on their phone. Like they are doing something that is like, tactile they're reading a book or the newspaper or a magazine i find that situation very beautiful because it's rare everyone's on their phone i once got so shamed on a subway because a woman was reading a book right Mm -hmm. but she was blind and the book was in braille and i was like if this woman can read a braille book on the subway which by the way, I'm not sure you know, they're massive books. Mm-hmm. It's like reading, like any book would be a weighty tome, War and Peace, like the phone book. Like it's that because of, you know, the whole issue. I was like, if she can read on the subway, so can I. I love that. Yeah. And then I posted it to Instagram um, and then just went back on my phone. But yeah. <laughs> <laughs> back to my comfort zone. Yeah. Fuck. Uh, uh. I, I, I love the influencers in the wild. Okay, my first... Okay, I'll start off by saying my, my initial answer to this question would be the sun. Because I feel like it's so fleeting. And it's just so beautiful. Like, when it... The the, the morning light, the way it hits into our apartment. It's just... It's, it's beautiful. And I love it. And I cherish it. And it's gone too soon. And I really love the sun. But speaking to all of this, I love to see influencers in the wild. It makes my day just to see people not giving a shit about anybody watching them and just like living so confidently yeah while they know that like we passed a guy (laughs) um while we were picking up this club soda and he was singing with his headphones on on top of his lungs he's not he was not an influencer he was probably just a drunk man but yeah but just like living so confidently and just like making this i love that when part of new york with people making the scene i hate i hate showtime though i hate showtime on the subway gentlemen on the subway no 
Well, it's it's quiet time. Yeah. Yeah. Subway's quiet time. Yeah. Yeah. Keep it to yourself, guy. That, that, that's a different, that's a completely different Keep it to yourself. genre. I don't, I don't need that. I don't no. need you kicking around. I don't I don't trust to, that you're that coordinated. I don't want to pay no. for somebody to tell me not to stand in a certain place. Weird. Not not okay with it. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. Also, not a fan of those like circles and like this is a good luck spot and this is your like happy place spot. Mm-hmm. Have you seen those? Like yeah, the I've chalk guy? Weird. I'm like, get off. Like, yeah. yeah. Uh, that's strange. That's weird. Yeah. Nope. Um, Anything, but I, I I follow uh what is New York on Instagram. It's the best. Yeah, so good. All my, the subway creatures. Yeah, my mm-hmm. favorite my favorite series is like, can we get a final product? And they're <gasps> I love that one. <laughs> and oh, I don't know it. What is it? Oh, okay. So the it'll be, it'll be like people recording people doing some weird shit, like if they're dancing in the middle of the street or something like that. They'll post it. Yeah, yeah, they'll post it and Got they'll it. be like, like I want to know, like, how did it come out? And then yeah. they find the final product and they find the full production and then they post the yeah. same, they, they post the series. It's oh, like, I incredible. That. That's that good. element of community makes the world beautiful. It's amazing. That people are like, oh my God, that was you. And then they find out who did it. And then. It's a small place. It's, yeah. it's small. It's a big, small town. Big, small. Big, small. Um, should we do some questions? Yeah. What you got? So, um, the We're Not Really Strangers deck. Plus okay. In the middle, the most the connections cards. Oh. Um, we'll do one. Oh. Yeah. One question. One and done. Well, yep. Yeah, that's great. Really, production value. <laughs> um, Tip top. The, the middle section. Yeah. Just make a mess. Make just throw everything on the floor. Yeah. Don't worry about it. <laughs> this one here. Yeah. 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 Okay. Which side am I supposed to read? There's, there's, there's just one. Ooh. Okay, if you could have it your way, who would you be with? Nope. Both of you have to answer this. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. Oh, here's a better one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah, What's okay. been your happiest memory over the past year? Over the past year? Uh, okay. Even though I was in Italy and had COVID, there's nothing better than being on the beach and sipping an Aperol spritz. Mm. In Italy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, cool. Yeah. yeah, sounds about right. I feel like I have to scroll my Instagram just to like see what Don't I did this past year. To, re- to remember. This, this is like the, one of the first vacations that I was not worried about work. Oh, wow. Yeah, I That's really amazing. disconnected. Did you have like an out of office and the whole thing? Mm-hmm. Oh, that's wonderful. Yeah. And sometimes I would just leave my phone. Oh, really? Yeah. yeah. That's super weird. How'd it feel? Was it hard at first? I, it just felt right. I think it was like a combination of like, I'm sick, so like I really don't even want to talk to anyone. Fair. And also I don't need to get pictures taken of me because I'm sick. Right. Like, so, let me just, the only thing I could taste is a Negroni and an Aperol spritz. Yeah. Let, let me, me live, chill. guy. Yeah. Yeah. Great. It was interesting. Can you repeat the question? <laughs> oh, uh, what's your happiest memory from this past year? Can you answer the question? <laughs> I think I could probably answer the question. Um, oh, you know, it's it's very recent. So if we're just doing like 2022. It was remarkably pleasant. Um, my mom was down in Florida for like family reasons, things like that. My dad stayed behind. He lives in they they live in Pennsylvania, and my dad made like a day trip and stayed overnight. Which my parents haven't stayed with me in a really, really long time. And the last time that I hung out with my dad for an extended period of time, one-on-one, 
probably been like I don't know six, seven, eight, nine years ago. I don't know. And so it was really, um, it was really nice to just have that experience with him. And that's, I mean, my second favorite would be I, I don't know, like I got to hug my mom last week, which was really Aww. sweet, and you know, and she's just like a wonderful lady and ridiculous and taught me everything I know and gave me my sense of humor like but mm. terrific terrific people but like yeah those will be one and two yeah. yeah I love that yeah I do like that um I, I mean like when I'm like calculating in my head when my last vacation was because of course that would be like a good one but uh I think it was more than a year ago I had a vanilla answer yeah <laughs> vacations vacation. here's, but I, here's this really sweet I don't know. I feel like this uh, this podcast has been like a pretty big highlight of my year. Um, I feel like it's given like me like and subscribe. Yeah, like and subscribe. It's given me like a, a, a bit of a purpose outside of outside of work, which I think I had been craving. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, I, for for the longest time, I was just going to work and coming home and going to the gym and just. Going well, to bed mix it up a little repeat you know mm-hmm. and yeah this kind of mixes it up it gives me something to look forward to and also like even i, I, I don't know it just like has me has me thinking differently yeah it forces us to be creative yeah. and i don't know make time for it's, people it's that a, we care about yeah well i think what you're doing is amazing i think it's awesome i love the concept i love how well it's been executed so far and i can't wait to see like where this podcast goes and i hope it blows up if you want it to and um, it's thank awesome, you. and you're awesome, and like, thank you for having me on. I oh super duper like appreciate it, and for being thank so patient with up. all of my idiosyncrasies, and weirdness, and my oh, laugh. Love and it. Um, the whole to, but to wrap up this episode, we should do a social challenge. Yeah. So every week, we leave our listeners with a social challenge, uh, just to get more connected to the people that are listening. They're listening. Yeah. Our fans um, are not so fans. <laughs> <laughs> so our haters gonna hate haters gonna hate do the social challenge anyway oh, that so, is not a good jingle what do you what do you suggest our listeners do to get more connected to what 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 is uh what what is explain the social challenge and then I'll give you so my... previous examples include um, texting a lost connection, uh, throwing some themed parties, or you know making a personalized playlist for friends. Something uh, that you can do to be more connected to your friends. What we what would you tell our listeners to do to be more connected? Oh, um, my name is Jordan, and I challenge you. Uh. My name is Jordan, and I challenge you to send a gift to somebody. <gasps> That's a good one. A gift? Like, or a gift? Or do you call it a uh, gif? Uh, <laughs> oh, shit. Gift. <laughs> send a gift. And, or, gift. <laughs> oh, second challenge. Second challenge. Write a handwritten note. That's Aww. sweet. Yeah, do that. Makes everybody's day. I haven't written yeah. a handwritten note. My my goodness, it's a good one. Yeah, handwriting is very romantic. I don't get off your phone. Handwriting. I don't have good handwriting at all. I don't even think I've ever seen your handwriting. No, it's bad. Chicken scratch. I. I, It looks like a like a thirteen year old boy wrote. wrote I've known you for years, and I've never seen your handwriting. (laughs) You don't want to. We're tapping into something very weird. 
Insecurity about your handwriting. I, I do have an insecurity because all the girls in middle school they had like the bubble letters, you know, like everything mm-hmm. was like yeah. fat and small and cute, and mm-hmm. mine was just like what, like what does that say? I don't yeah. know, and it never changed. It never and it changed. was just like gibberish. Mm-hmm. Well, part of that actually, like, there's been studies on it from like years ago, but like the issue with that is that your uh, brain fires at such like a rapid speed that your like cognitive or your uh, not cognitive, but your abilities to actually write slowly doesn't really signal properly with your nerve endings. So actually, like, you can just say it's because my brain works so much Oh, faster. my God. They're just slow thinkers. <laughs> they're slow thinkers, and they're very <laughs> deliberate. Yeah, mm, me too. <laughs> Hashtag. That just washed away any security, insecurity I ever had about yeah. that. So thank that you. Scratch away, girl. <laughs> it's cool. Scratch that itch. <laughs> Thank you. No more jingles. <laughs> oh my gosh. Um, thank you, Jordan, for showing up and um, okay. joining us today on the show. Thank you. Live from Hudson Yard. Yeah, thank you. Appreciate it. <laughs> you can find Jordan on Instagram at Jordan Garrett Shea. Uh, please follow us on socials at One Mutual Friend Podcast on Instagram, and our DMs are always open and popping off. Send us some questions. Get a little weird. <laughs> uh, and you can su- submit some questions or nominate a guest um, to be on our show on our website at onemutualfriend.com. And don't forget to share this podcast with a friend. Yeah, please share. Until Bye. next time, everyone. Like and subscribe. <laughs> yes. Bye. Bye.